Sure. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Dental Marketer. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Hovez, and I have my co-host here, Michael Arias. And we are so excited. Oh, yeah, I should probably let you speak. We are so excited to have the millennial dentist with us today, Dr. Sully Sullivan. Sully, what's up? Not much, y'all. Thanks for uh, bringing me over here to chat. Likewise, this is fun. Hey, Ashley, I need your help. Hi. We need to raise fifty thousand dollars. Oh gosh. Because uh, Sully has agreed to cut his hair completely off. Not just cut it, buzz my hair to buzz a two it. blade all the way off. But we have to raise fifty grand for a charity. Where do they donate? Uh, so, uh, so what we're I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick. Oh, I'm gonna okay, pick. Yeah, um, let's, let's go back. But your hair is so panting. Pro I know, so, I so this is kind of funny. So you know, in typical millennial Maybe fashion, right? Like we like to be different. We like to do things our own way. And so I started growing out my hair because I was like, I own a practice. Um, I don't think it really matters how I look and what I do. And I want to kind of in my practice look. I, I want to come to I want to come to work every day and enjoy it. Right? Yeah. I have right. to be there. I get sick and tired of going to a doctor's office where we have to like listen to like. Elevator, know, music? elevator music everybody's quiet somber it's like not an environment you want to be in and um so we like play like rock and roll or like nice. occasionally like justin bieber friday morning Ooh. or you know nice. really whatever it is country music thursday yeah and so and uh and so i have a good time and so part of that was like you know i want um i'm gonna grow my hair out and i want a man bun nice. so that's how it started well during the course of this some um some of my friends like tarun um and justin moody and them have have really taken a, a disliking to my hair um, so much so that they they are calling it unprofessional and I'm like well screw y'all it's very <laughs> professional y'all are old you Check know y'all are old and crotchety, crotchety. and, um, and like so 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 here I am trying okay. to make a difference and impact our generation and um, and and they came up to me bombarded me this morning with a on Facebook live with what what will it take for them to buzz my hair so I was super skeptical because it's it's, I, I, it's kind of like I feel like it's part of me now, right? I mean, it is. It but, is, yeah. Um, so I said, look, here's the deal. If y'all can raise fifty thousand um, dollars, and I'll come up with like you know five charities to give ten grand to or something like that, yeah. Then um, I'll let y'all buzz my head live on nice. Facebook at some event. <laughs> so event. now it is their challenge to raise the money, and I'm a little bit terrified because I think they can do it. Where, oh, where, yeah. where do they have to? People have to. Put the money in. So that's good. We got to figure that out. Um, oh. I think like that Justin funny? Moody has already. They've already created. I think Jeff, um, one of his. I um, can use fifty thousand. Yeah, we can. Be, you, you would put your name in that for the charity. Okay. Yeah, I can put we'll put y'all in there. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's good. Um, Michael Lacar. So. I, I'm considering starting another fund that says if we can raise fifty-one thousand, that I'll keep my hair <laughs> for charity. So. It should be like fifty thousand exact. Nobody else does yeah. it anymore. Anywho. No, but that's man, off topic. The man but bun is cool. Can, can T Bone and Justin Moody 
even grow a man? No, they don't have hair. That, no, that's yeah. part of well, what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. I, should, I should. Justin has some hair. T-Bone does not have hair. And, and so there's definitely a jealousy factor. So I think part of this <laughs> is, is like they, um, there's definitely he a jealousy factor. I, I think that hair. they are, uh, they're, they're getting to the point where they now realize that um, the only way to, to take me down, if you will, is, is, to, is to cut, cut the hair. So. Man, so how do you feel about that? Do you think you're going to get cold feet? I was, I was, I immediately regretted it. Um, this morning, and I was—it's—I'm still a little shaken up by it, just the way they did it. But at the end of the day, my thing is, look, um, and talking about marketing and that sort of thing. If if my hair cutting my hair can raise fifty thousand dollars for some awesome causes, who the who the—it's hair. Like it'll yeah. grow, Who cares? Yeah. Hopefully, it grows back. But at the at the end of the yeah, day, it man, um, it'll be fun and it's it's excitement and and I don't think my hair is worth that much, so. It's a good How thing. long have you been growing your hair? Probably two years now. Oh, wow. That's two years? Yeah. Mm. Maybe a year and a half. What did your wife say about it? Uh, she says she picks her battles. Mm. So, But she likes the man bun? She likes it better up than down. Yeah, for sure. Nice. The man bun is cool. If I could, I would. But. And when you, you get mad, you can like have something to pull. So That's what? true. That's true. How does that work? You know about that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, you know about that. Yeah, you know about that, girl. Yeah. Just mine's like, all right. So, okay. anywho, but that's kind of, yeah, we'll see what happens. Nice. So, are you a part of our startup group on Facebook? Uh, I don't think so. I need, Probably to, need add to be you. in there. Yeah. He, he, he got in, but then he's like, I don't want to be here. And then he got no, that's, that's definitely not true. Definitely I, w- not true. I would, I would, I'll, 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 you know, comment. I'll be active. <laughs> if you'll have me. F. Yes. No. Following. You know. And anybody who's a part of T-Bone's entourage is definitely cool enough to be in our group. That's yeah, sure. I like his. I'm like I'm like the guy he keeps around just to to pick on, probably. But that's okay. Okay, you know. so take us back. How how did you meet T-Bone? Like, how did this relationship start? So so let's. Uh, that's a great question. So, um, <laughs> kind of like oh, probably some of the ways that you've met people and and gathered mentors. So I think. Um, not to brag about the, what we're doing or, or, or anything like that, but I think what is so important in young dentist success is being intentional about seeking out people you want to be like. Absolutely. And mentors and, yes. and, 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 and going after them. Right. Right? You're, you're never going to get mentored by someone unless you ask them. Mm-hmm. And, and you may get shut down, but then you probably picked a bad person. So, so I was at a Boise Dentistry last year. I had heard T-Bone speak um, at, a, at a 3D summit. Mm-hmm. Where you're talking about comb beam and the integration of comb beam, and, and we actually ended up buying a comb beam that day. I go back to my practice and tried to implement some of the stuff that he was saying, and it was working. I was like, oh my gosh, like comb beam is changing our practice the way we do dentistry, and I was really um, impressed by that. So, fast forward, I, we had talked about starting a podcast, um, and so I come up to him. I loved what he was doing, and so I, I voiced his dentistry. He was sitting in the back, and I just went up to him. I was like, hey, you have no idea who I am. I, um, I think you, you've done some awesome stuff. What you said has really impacted me. Uh, I'm starting a podcast. Would you mind recording with me? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we went back, and he actually just dogged me for like an hour, much like Tebow does if you've ever Today, listened yeah, yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. And, um, and I, and, and I, 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 took the, I took it in a good way, right? I realized that he was trying to make me think differently to um, – extract what I was really getting at and, and push me in that way. And so mm-hmm. uh, from then on, we started connecting and staying in touch. And um, then I went out and took the sleep course. And that was was so impactful in my practice. And so we kind of just got to be friends. And 
So I guess you call it friends when they want to cut your hair, but um, but but that's kind of how I met T Bone. You know, it started with just going up and saying, "Hey, I think what you're doing is awesome. I want to learn from you." How, so. did, how did Millennial Dental Dennis start? Like, how did it start? And I know you've probably gotten some like beef about it too. Like, oh yeah, you know. So my. Uh, the podcast started because what do we all do, Ashley, when we, we sit around after work and hang out with our with our peers? Drink. And what else do we do? <laughs> because that's, you're exactly right. We share experiences. Bingo. So we, what I found was that when I got done with work and I would sit around with my buddies, we'd yeah. drink beer and we'd talk about dentistry, talk about what we struggle with, what we needed to figure out, that sort of thing. And then um, so I, I kind of had this epiphany one day that I was like, why are we recording this? Like, this is stuff that we all struggle with. We have the same problems. I mean, what she's going through with a startup, trying to figure that out, questions she's having, dealing with reps, um, equipment, all that stuff. Why why doesn't that get shared to other people from our perspective who's in the middle of it to people that are right behind us? Because what I feel like is happening, what we see is we see less people like us doing it. So then you have someone 10 years older telling us what to do and it's yeah. like well you first off it was so different 10 years ago you're not in our shoes now how can we relate to that so um that's true so that's kind of how the podcast now the millennial dentist thing i, I love that name I, I got really sick and tired of our generation getting taken a bunch of crap um yeah. I, I feel like what our generation and being a millennial that we have a lot to offer um, that we will be the generation that frankly wipes them out and moves them out and that we will utilize technology and access to education to where we can climb the ladder and do things better than or at a faster rate than they did. Mm-hmm. And so if they aren't the ones that are keeping up, that they're going to become irrelevant. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I just I really do believe that that's what's going to happen is there's too many talented people like her who are going to figure it out and mm-hmm. utilize all the resources around us that the person down the street that's 40 and still has 15 years of practice who's not doing that is going to struggle. So I love the name. I thought it was very polarizing because it evokes emotion mm-hmm. either way. Um, when you hear the word millennial, you either have a super, well, usually it's a negative connotation, right? And mm-hmm. so my thing was like, why don't we flip the switch and why don't we, why don't we try to carry the torch um, for the fact that we can be, we can be badass. You know, we can do it our way. We don't have to do it the way they did it. We can, we don't have to conform. And, and, and so it's kind of how it happened. Hmm. Here we are a year later. I remember one time on your Facebook live, I saw you and I was like, Oh, it's like two or three guys in a hot tub drinking beer. Yes. And it was like winter (laughs) time. And I was like, click. And then my wife's like, what are you, what are you watching? (laughs) And I was like, I just, uh, they're cool, you know, like they're okay. No, well, you know, like that's why, why not, right? Yeah, like yeah, why yeah. not um, just share our stories? And yeah. and because we all were are fortunate to have people that have helped us, so we just pay it forward, just pay it down. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. But it's different though, because like I feel like right now, like a lot of dentists are like, we need to look professional and be professional. But you, you're like there, you know, like you know what I mean, like in a yeah, hundred percent. So I thought that was really cool. Well, I was talking to a girl last weekend or two weekends ago, and she was like. I think that's cool that you do that. I'm like, why do you feel like you have to be different? Like, why do you feel like you can't be who you are mm-hmm. in your practice? Because what I have found is that most people respond the best when, when you're yourself. Yeah. And you're your best when you're yourself. And so if you're trying to pretend to be something or do something the way that someone says you should do it, that really you end up making it harder on yourself um, to do it. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, what have you found? What have been the st- biggest struggles for you in the startup? Um, now I just feel like I'm just getting overwhelmed with everything because I no longer have the time that I 
had while ramping up to do all my marketing. Yeah. To post more consistently. So, so you need to bring somebody else in. I know. You need help. And then there's my struggle, right? Because now I have to watch my numbers and I have to make sure my overhead doesn't go crazy. But I also know that I can't scale and grow unless I can delegate a lot of these things that I don't necessarily need to take care of anymore. So what I would say and what we have to do is, and this is a this is a problem for us because we like to be more spendy and that right. sort of thing is, is you got to look and say, okay, what can I sacrifice now personally so that I can build this thing? Right. So what I would say is, okay, well, what is... If, if you don't want to take away from your practice overhead, but can what can you do personally to use, like, take a portion of your cut to continue to invest in that, right? Because right. I'm a believer, and I know, like, in your situation, if you build it, it will happen. I mean, you, you have, if you will just keep running and keep and, and keep spending, and that, that sounds yeah. kind of weird, but <laughs> you will, your return is going to be so freaking good. So, and you think then that I should be spending on more technology um, at this stage? I think it just depends. Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. It depends. Yeah. It depends on what you're trying to do. Um, I would say that you you should spend your money where you think you can get the best return. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say you should spend your money where you feel like you're the weakest at. Mm-hmm. Um, and really what that comes back to is I would say have you laid out the vision of what you want short-term medium term and in 10 years from now i i have it in my head i haven't written it so down. and i would girl go write it down I need to it write makes it, down. I, like, it makes it makes girl? what it does it makes such a big difference i mean if you can put it on paper and say okay in the next six months i want to accomplish this right in the next year i want to accomplish this next five years because then you can say okay well here are the things i want to accomplish and then i backtrack how do i need to make them happen so it, it may be that yeah a comb beam is in that path but it may be that like, you're like, well, to create what I want and what I want to do and the vision that I have in my practice, that I don't need that. Right. So, you know, it's like, it, I think 3D printing is a good example. Everyone wants to buy a 3D printer right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but is that just because it's fun and everybody's 3D printing stuff? Or is it because it, it fits into, like, the philosophy of your practice and what you want to do? Like, just because it's cool mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's worth your time, worth your money, whatever. That's true. Totally. Totally. Write it down, though. I need to write it down. So I just hired a hygienist. She's going to start in less than two weeks. And that already was so scary to do because hygienists make a lot of money, especially in California. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm giving her three days. So I know Judy is a rock star at scheduling. But now I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, have I watered down my schedule? Like, I don't want to see a lot of holes. And then you're, you know, that you're paying this person that high hourly wage. And what if there's no butt in the chair? So it could be hard to do this, but I'll tell you one thing we did. So we had, um, we had three hygienists, and we wanted to add a fourth. So what we did is we hired the hygienist. We said, hey, we want to have four hygienists. I want you to full-time hygiene, but I don't know how booked you're going to be right now. Mm. At the same time, we could kind of use another assistant. Okay, so I was like, you're probably going to have to assist them. Or call the front desk, or so I. Th- so I would say it's super important that you set the expectation for them that they are not a. And, and this is huge. I think uh, the hygienist does a lot of things, but their primary goal should not be cleaning teeth. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's a very different paradigm shift of thinking. I think. So if their primary goal is not to be cleaning teeth, then what what can they be doing when they're not doing that mm-hmm. to help you? Because odds are. And, I, and you've already told me this. You need more help. 
You need more employees. Right. So you need to get somebody, and hopefully the person you've got, I'm sure they are, will be in line with your vision. Again, why I think it's important to lay that out and let them know what it is so that they can be like, man, this girl is doing something special. I want to be a part of it. I may not get to do... I mean, I get the clean teeth like I've wanted to from nine to five all day, every day, mm-hmm. um, right out of the gate. But I want to, I want to find a way to help her do that. And so I'm going to be able to, even when I'm not cleaning teeth and I'm not busy, I'm going to make myself still valuable and worth them what I'm being paid. Right, right. So true. Make sense? Yes. I think that's huge. Yes. Um, b- because, because that's the thing. Because even I struggle that with that now. But I, I have, I have done a poor job of laying out what my goals are for hygiene. Mm-hmm. And so when we have holes, mm-hmm. they sit around, hmm. right? They're, uh, and so what I have to get them to start thinking and doing differently is that, okay, not only, yes, doing hygiene is important, um, but what's more important is, is taking care of the patient, um, taking pictures of stuff, right. um, diagnosing dentistry, you know, getting them to understand the value in dentistry. Um, cleaning teeth is that I can hire anybody to clean teeth. Right. I mean, seriously, I mean, that's that, that. And so if they don't see that vision, then then they're going to be like, oh, I'm doing my job. And and, you, and they are because that's the job you've outlined them to do. Dude, that just unlocked like 2% of my brain. Like I didn't. Is that good? Yeah. yeah Speaking really good, none yeah. of this is mine, by the way. Oh, no, that's no. all. That's all. Uh, been Dr. Benjamin Nemec. Oh, wow. So, good. I mean, that's who? Benjamin Nemec. You know, Benji. You know, Benji. No. None of this is mine. This is all just repackaging it nice. in millennial form. <laughs> I love it. In like triple form. Okay, speaking of millennials. Okay. Who is handling all of your social media marketing? Is so that's you? a great question. So I've done a terrible job at that. I'm uh, that's an area I have got to improve on. So I have completely I have officially taken the plunge and I'm paying someone now to help me do it. Yeah. Okay, how much are you paying? I'm paying $750 a month. And what does that get you? So basically that's helping um, I still have to come up with content, right? I have to take pictures and do that. But then I just upload them to a Dropbox. Okay. And then they're going to um, set up a time on a calendar. Have you heard of Later? I had never heard of that. That no. was pretty cool. Later. Yeah. Is that yeah. for yeah. scheduled posts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scheduling posts on all the social media places, being able to hashtag everything there and mm. save those hashtags so you can use them again later. And so, and, and honestly, this sounds stupid, but I think we all need this. It's accountability. I'm, right. I'm literally paying somebody, and I, I am, look, I'll admit that. I'm, I'm stupid, but I'm paying someone to make me do it because that's if, if I try to do it on my own, there are segments where you can look at like my Instagram, like the millennial dentist Instagram, and you can see, wow, he's actually posting regularly. And hey, look, I'm getting more followers. It's, I'm having more influence. Mm-hmm. Then I'll like take three weeks off yeah. and like I stay right there at the same. Nothing happens. No engagement. None of that. So what I need someone to do is, and it's worth me paying the money is to keep me engaged. How did you find this person? Um, they actually approached me, oh. and um, I had known them, and and so then I did some other research to kind of see, okay, is there someone else that I would, you know, now that I know that I kind of need this, is there someone else? And we had a good conversation and understanding, and went with it. You think I'm overpaying, underpaying? Ah, uh, you know what? As if you get a return on your investment, then it's worth it. Right? Yeah. What is your ROI on that? I have no idea. That's a bad way of thinking okay, about it. Okay, right? maybe you need to track that first. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, it, 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 like, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know everything. I, I'm, I, I just figure if I build it, they will come. I know that I need to do it. Yeah. Um, I need to, yeah, I, I need to track it. Um, Where are most of your new patients coming from then right now? Google. 
Oh wow. So SEO, like, where do you go? To, where, how do you find somewhere to go? Like, what do you do if you need to get like a Google? Google, yeah. Google, Siri, yeah. Siri, where? I mean, is seriously, the I think that's the great question we should be asking ourselves: is if I need to go get, um, go to a chiropractor, or I need some physical therapy on my sprained ankle, how am I finding that person? Google. And then, and so, and if so, then that's where I think mm-hmm. the Facebook one's interesting to me because. I would never go to Facebook to like now, nah, but I, I'm I'm a guy, right? Maybe and not to be sexist, but like, I see a lot more women posting. Like, anyone have a good OBGYN or anyone have a good? You saw that? You saw that whatever. on Facebook? I, oh yeah. Oh, right. oh yeah. Oh, right. Good a good pediat- uh, pediatric um, like a good pediatrician for my kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone have this? Like, so I do see a lot more of that. Um. And so I'm sure it's happening with hey, I just moved here. I need a good dentist. And like, do y'all, do y'all have next door where y'all are? Yes. Like, gosh, that thing's, like, blowing up out of nowhere. Yeah. Getting, like, notifications really? on that. Yeah. It is over in Tennessee. People use that thing like crazy. You're on that? I, yeah, yeah, we're on there. We don't do any paid advertising on there, but we have a, an account. Um, do you do paid advertising with Yelp? Yes. Yeah. How much are you paying Yelp? A lot. I think, like, 1200 a month. Stop what? it. Oh, my wow. goodness. But think about this. That's the most I've ever heard, man. But think about this. If, if I get... Um, one patient that's ten thousand dollars you're right you're right yeah mm-hmm. how many do you normally get from Yelp? we probably get two three months oh that's good that's probably i'm probably uh, probably a little um i think that's more coming i think yelp will, will be utilized more for that in the future i think maybe we're like google right now google reviews i think that's the number one thing you can invest in 100 percent. how many reviews do you have right now we have like 130, so not not like a ton compared to some people, but That's relatively in our area, we're not. No one's even close to us. Yeah, that's amazing. So when you Google like Brentwood Dentist or Nashville Dentist, um, you guys pop up, and, and you scroll through. Okay, here's eight dentists. One has 150 good reviews, and the other has like 30. Who are you gonna call? Right. Ghostbusters. Are you using Ghostbusters? Yeah. A exactly. platform like Podium or BirdEye. So I. So this is actually where I'm pretty cheap. I use a company called um, Best Local Reviews. Mm-hmm. His name is Bob Summers, and he's out of Hawaii. And um, it's ninety nine bucks a month, and which is not, which is pretty easy. And what we do, it, it, it's a very simple, easy system. And the way it's built is a little dashboard on the internet that I have favorited on every single computer. And it kind of the situation goes like this: Hey Ashley, um, thanks for coming in today. Hope you had a good appointment. We're really trying to build our, you know, our reviews on Google, and you know how important that is. Would you mind leaving us uh, a Google review? And most likely, people are going to say sure, and then make perfect. I'm going to send you a link that makes it super easy. Would you like it emailed or, or you're texted? So then they literally just write in Ashley, your phone number. Bam, they get a link right there. What's really cool about it is then they click on the link. Okay, the link takes them to just five stars. They put whatever they want. If they click five. It goes to another page. It has Google, Yelp, and Facebook. Um, if they click less than five, it takes them to another screen that just says feedback. Oh, yeah. So it basically filters people that are yeah. only going to give you good reviews right. into nice. the spot. So and then and then it's nice too because some people are going to be like three stars. This was some good, but I didn't like this, and that's good to know because they're not telling you that. Right. So so that's been nice actually. Is you get it occasionally you get a negative one, and it's good to have the feedback. But, but the reason I think that works over a lot of other systems we've tried is because it's very intentional. Mm-hmm. Because if I ask you, 
then when you get the email later or when you get that text when you get in your car, like you've you've kind of you've kind of we've kind of connected a little bit that I'm oh I don't let them down. I, I told them I would do this. Mm-hmm. Or versus just the like blast email after you right. go to your appointment that's like, hey, thanks for coming, leave us a right. review. I don't think you have a lot of that uh, connection. And I will say it from a from the dentist perspective, when we ask, conversions like seventy five percent. So you think the dentist should be asking? Hundred percent, which is hard. You don't like that? No, I'm like, duh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've been having the team members. Well, it's easier, right? You don't like asking. Yeah, no, you have to. Yeah. Well, I just feel like it. Hygienist is probably twenty five percent. Twenty five. So one in every four. Would be like what? Like. Yeah, less. Like Unless that, one? I mean, now, certain people have really good connections with them, so you want to utilize that. But I will tell you that when I when when I ask them, how do you ask? It's, it's the same way. You catch them in moments. I mean, when you when they get up and they're crying because you've just changed their smile, right. or you've done something that impacts them in a positive way, and they're like, "Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough." Say, "Payment does this the best." He says, "Don't thank me. Um, if you want to thank me." Please go share this and tell people yeah. so that they can they can have this experience too, and that's like slam dunk. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I need, I'll be asking from now on. So, so, so what's like the best advice, worst advice you've ever gotten? What's your goals in life? What's your favorite drink? <laughs> favorite movie? Um, I'm trying to lose some weight. I've been drinking a lot of vodka soda lately. <laughs> Which the I don't blue know if, dots if, if, if it's really. Yeah, I would drink. I love IPAs and stuff, but I'm really trying I to cut down. I love IPAs because that's just so many calories. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, some of the best advice I've gotten lately is stuff like write your goals down. You know, especially as as we aspire to do more. I mean, when we graduate dental school, you're just in survival mode. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and that's and actually you could kind of. I mean, with a startup, you're in survival mode, right? I mean, and so being able to uh, write those down and and have a vision and a purpose to go after um i think is huge um the the my biggest inb- advice is investing in yourself through education primarily mm-hmm. the more we know the more we can do the more we can impact people the more we can save money be successful education 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 and that takes money to spend it um I'm sure I've gotten some pretty crappy advice. Yeah. Has gotten you like in big pitfalls? Um, or your goals? Talk about your goals. Some of, some of my neg- some of the biggest negative things. I, well, I've, this is what I'm struggling with right now is um, implementation fatigue, meaning like I'm implementing too much in my practice at one time and I'm wearing my team out. Oh. Like they, one of them kind of came to me the other day. It was just like, you're killing us. You know, like, you're just the new. St- give us st- examples of what you're trying to implement. Uh, well, part of it is I'm trying to. I, I'm not to go down a rabbit hole, but I'm I'm now paying our, our our whole team on like a profit sharing model, like a commission kind of, so everyone kind of gets paid off how we do as a practice versus an hourly rate. They kind of have a base rate, but it's not really. It's really they're getting paid how we do it as a practice, because hmm. it's a low. It's a really low base rate that none of them would work for. So okay. it's just a. Um, it just is, is it working out though? Like it's working out that Yeah, way? there's some hurdles with it. And then, you know, trying to get them to take more pictures and hygiene. Um, you know, the verbal skills, talking in certain ways, using different stuff. There's just, I'm doing a lot of that and, and trying to throw on so much so fast and, and they, it wears them out. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in hygiene, that's where I see it the most just because they are so, I mean, everyone will get this. They're just so routine driven. Mm-hmm. You know, that when you throw something, a wrench into their routine, they just, 
Are your hygienists they younger? Older. Um, three from the old regime, as I call it, that are <laughs> that are older because they were there before I got there, and then one from okay. the new regime. So you and four hygienists. Four hygienists. Full time. Full time. Oh wow. So. Um, so how many employees do you have in total? Eleven now. And how many ops? Eight ops. You just keep you keep adding them though. You find some because that's the thing. You talk about delegating and like what you're worth. Mm-hmm. You got to keep building because the, the people that start to I I, I should believe this. The, the the people who struggle to be successful, I think, at some point get so nervous about growing that they start trying to save, yep. and they try to get lean, and that's where people all of a sudden their trajectory just plateaus. And so when like when we implemented sleep, uh-huh. um. And, and again, it's not that I did, I did nothing good here. I just listened to people who told me that I knew were doing it well and just tried to copy them. But I realized that if I wanted to do sleep right, I should bring in someone to just devote them to sleep. So I brought someone in. I said, I'm literally we're paying you on the hope that you will do this. Yeah. If, you can, if you can make it work, you'll, you have a job. Mm-hmm. If, if in three months you're not producing and we're not getting enough sleep, you're not going to have a job. Yeah. And we... We did 93 appliances, over $180,000 in sleep in like eight months last year. Wow. And if I don't take that plunge in hiring her, then we half-ass it and maybe do a couple appliances. We never really do it, and it never really builds. Yeah. Um, so you got to kind of – you got to keep – and that's – I consider investing in that in your practice, investing in yourself. Like you got to keep in, in, in doing that. Hmm. I don't mean just blindly doing it like hiring employee, but you, you know, that's why I think you, again, writing your goals down is important because then you, um, you want to make sure that they're in line with your goals. Right. How many hours and how many, um, days are you open? Four days a week, seven thirty to four thirty. forever. Like that's how you, you want to stick to it. Oh no, gosh, no. I'm trying to cut back to 160 days this year. Really? Nice. I would like to be like, you're, but you're not in four days, All four days you're in the office like that. Currently. Yeah. Oh wow. My thing is I'd rather work when I'm there, but then I want to take time off. So like, I will always probably work four days, but I would like to take, what would be really cool is to work every fourth week, not work. Dude, that would be cool. What would you do? Whatever. In the hot tub? Get in a hot tub, travel. Oh, yeah. I would love to speak. I would love to. to You're already uh, speaking, though. Yeah, but, you know, I want to continue to do that. I want to, um, I want to get people excited. I want to motivate people mm-hmm. because that's what people have done to me, and it's, it's making it more fun than ever. So, um where have you spoken right now? A bunch of student stuff. I do some stuff with Serona. Oh, wow, really? Henry Shine. That's good stuff, then. More and more. I'm, I'm out of questions. Look at Ashley's like, she's like, did I, did I hit you down too hard? No, I, I'm just, t- I'm hungry. I know. I'm hungry all the go time. Write it, go write your goals down. I need to write my goals down. Write your goals down. What are your goals? Um, I would like to have an associate. Within the next six months. Okay. I want. So you should probably start interviewing now. Oh really? Because you, because because odds are you're not going to find the first person is not going to be the person you want to hire. So start interviewing. Start seeking people, and maybe you can cultivate somebody. Right. So I want an associate, and I want a second hygienist by six months as well. Um, And I want to start equipping all of our ops that I plumbed, and just start running. So that's it. That's in my next year. So I think part of the what, well, the one thing I would suggest and advise is from the plumbing standpoint, is is I would have um, proof of concept. So get really be overproductive with one op, 
before you start the second hop. Right? If you can, this is your first hygienist? You yes. Hired, so your second hygienist, you would 100% want to bring in as a, you're going to be a jack of all trades person. That eventually I want to do full-time hygiene, but we have to build that. So she needs to be cool with answering the phones, taking out the trash, assisting, whatever it is. But you don't pay her her hygiene salary, though. Why not? Because right? that's a shit ton of money. Well, that is. Or, okay, or you, but that's where it's important, I think, to find someone either, you find someone who's younger or for someone that wants to be a part of your vision. Got it. Sell them on, on, sell them on doing, being a part of something special instead of it's just a job. Right, right. Absolutely. And that's why I say you start looking because you probably, it's going to take a minute to find someone that, that's like, gosh, I want to be a part of what she's doing. Right. Um, I know that it may take a minute. I mean, Anissa talks about that a lot. You know, she, yeah. she told her team, look, this is what I can pay you. And then, what, two years later, she's flying everyone from Jamaica to Greater New York meeting. Right. And, you know, and I think that was the coolest story ever. They're standing in Times Square and it's like, look what we've all done. Right. Like, we made it. Right. You know, it, I know you and you can, you can do that. Thanks, Sully. I think you can. Thanks for the vote of confidence. You need to wake up, though, a little bit. Yeah, I actually need to eat or something. <laughs> I'm well, so thank y'all for uh, having guys. me on, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This was fun. Thanks Ashley's for coming on with thank us, you, Ashley. Sully. Appreciate Always it. Always a pleasure seeing you. So of course. Connected at I know. Of dentistry. So All what's right. up, uh, what's what's your next like? Our big the, the next big thing we're doing is yeah. we will be at Hinman. Um, we have a booth at Hinman. The Hinman Dental. It's like Chicago Midwinter for the South. It's in oh. Atlanta. When is that? Um, it's in March. Okay. So we have a booth there. So if you're in the um, Atlanta area or you're coming to Hinman, come see us. Nice. Okay, so. I'm gonna add you to our startup group. Please do. Where can people find you? Uh, MillennialDentist.com. That's where all the podcast stuff is. And uh, my email is MillennialDentist at gmail.com. And where can that, people contribute to that? That's it. Yeah. And where can people... Moody, have we found out where people can contribute to the... Uh, to our, we'll have it soon. We'll, we'll update you. We'll have a major announcement soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Woo!